This FT podcast was brought to you by Credit Suisse. Entrepreneurial ideas can change the world. As a bank with deeply rooted entrepreneurial heritage, at Credit Suisse, we are driven by the idea of making progress happen. Do you have what it takes to be entrepreneurial? Find out what makes this way of thinking different and what you can learn from it. Discover more at creditsuisse.com slash progress. Now with the new frozen Kraft Mac and Cheese meals, I can give them a complete meal that they'll eat completely. That's right. No more broccoli battles. Just clean plates and big smiles. So moms, it's time for our victory dance. Woo-woo! Throw the sprinkler. Uh-huh. Now shimmy. Mom, what are you doing? I'm doing that. You ate your whole dinner dance. Woo! That's right. Craft mac and cheese meals. So good, it's gone. Find it in the frozen aisle. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. I'm here today with Spring, and we're going to talk about one of those questions that comes up all the time. Um, there's a lot of awkward conversations that happen. Um, so Spring and I are both sex researchers, and as soon as someone hears it, the questions just start to come out in all kinds of weird places. I've been in bars, I've been cornered at parties, I've been changing in the locker room at a gym. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there might be a better time to ask me these kinds of questions. I don't know. Do people ask you crazy questions all the time too, Spring? People ask me crazy questions all the time. I was just at my girlfriend's birthday party and uh, she introduced me as a sex educator. And he immediately told me about the problems he was having um, orgasming with his girlfriend within seconds of meeting me. And I said, you know, I'm not a sex therapist. That's not how I was introduced to you, but uh, <laughs> I could recommend someone you might want to talk to about this. <laughs> right. Like, like, so, right. Spring and I, we are not sex therapists. We are sex researchers, PhDs. We're sex doctors. But, um, and, and, and I mean, if someone comes to us with one of those things, like we have a whole series of suggestions we can make, but we aren't therapists. We're not going to sit there and take you back through your yeah, and it's also, especially like at a party, even if that was my job, I wouldn't actually do that and engage in a social situation for free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta get paid. <laughs> that makes you a sex worker, not a sex educator. <laughs> nah, it's all, it's all good. We don't want to demean sex workers. They're great people making the world a better place one person at a time or maybe three or four. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but the question that we're talking about today is, is my penis big enough? Like, it comes up all the time. It does come up all the uh-huh. time. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, so does dick size matter? Does penis size matter? Is my penis big enough? Is my penis too small? What's the comes average up- size? How big do women like it? How big does it need to be for this particular behavior versus that behavior? Yeah comes up all the time um so spring what do you think does penis size matter uh i'm like wait i have to answer this (laughs) i mean the answer is no in general 
Um, except that there are penises that are a little too large for some people to comfortably be able to handle. So I would say in general, is it too small is more likely a no than does it matter? Yeah. And, and I mean, that really maps on to all of the research. There's a whole bunch of studies that have been done, um, and we're getting more and more data about penis size now. It's taken a long time to get there. Um, some of the original studies that came out were actually from Durex condoms at spring break, because um, it's really hard to get men to come out and talk about their penis size. Um, but a whole bunch of research has been done around, all over the world, um, and the average penis size is 5.1 inches. 5.1 inches long. And average. Doesn't It doesn't vary depending on someone's uh, culture or ethnicity or race. That's the average size across all groups of people. Across all groups around the world. Right. So there's all of these myths that people perpetuate that, you know, some some races have huge penises, some races have small penises, and then pornography, because pornography is fulfilling that fantasy that people believe in, kind of backs it up. But when we actually look at it overall, um, black men's penises and white men's penises and Asian men's penises, at the end of the day, the average is the same across all of those groups. Yeah, so no race has bigger penises, no race has smaller penises. But porn will make you think that, yeah. right? We've talked about porn a bunch of times, and one of the things porn does is it's selling you a fantasy, and if you believe that, then porn is going to make it for you. But uh, no, so average is about 5.1 inches. It doesn't change race. Now, we can talk about micropenises. We should mention it for a second. There are penises. Uh, there's a condition called uh, micropenis, where a penis is under 2.7 inches erect. Um, and we're not going to talk about that very much today. Um, there are men who have penises that are very small. Um, but even then, most of the time, the small penises can still do the things that they need to do. Urinate, make babies, have sex, give pleasure, gain pleasure. Um, but it, we're not going to be talking about micropenises today. We'll probably come back to that at a later time because people have asked us some questions about them. I just um, want to intervene and say that you have said come and come up and long and longer more than you ever, ever, ever normally do. And I just can't take it over here. I mean, this is the dick show, so I'm going to be putting as many of those big jokes in here as I can. Got to make it erupt. Um, Um, So while we're talking about how penis size varies, though, I think we should also mention that vaginas also vary in size. So if we're talking about penis in relation to a vagina, which we're not always, but in a context where that's where the penis wants to go, (laughs) then we also need to consider that there is also an average size of vaginas, but also they range in sizes. So part of the thing is you don't actually know um, how big or small someone's vagina is either. And so I think that over concerning ourselves with kind of what someone's specific size is doesn't really matter. It's more is the partner that you want to have sex with a good fit for you across several areas, including sexually. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Um, And when someone asks me this question, I try to take it from the stance that they care about the pleasure of their partner. Right. Like they really want to make sure that they're big enough to make sure that their partner feels good. And if we're answering it, the que- if we're answering the question from that direction, um, the, 
it, it's pretty easy to answer. Um, like, first of all, yeah, if you're asking that question and if you're concerned about how your partner feels and if you're concerned about them getting off, regardless if they're a man or a woman or a person of trans experience, however they identify, if you're asking those questions and it, hopefully you're willing to put the work in, um, what we know is that penis size overall is... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Um, overall, uh, we know that... Um, Sexual satisfaction is really not linked to penis size. Um, there are several huge surveys that have gone out, lots of research, um, and it shows that the vast majority of partners of men, both male and female, are very satisfied with the penis size of their partner. It's over 80, I think it's 85% in, in most of the surveys of, of partners are satisfied, which means 15% are not satisfied. And, and guess what the primary complaint is of that 15%? That they're too big? That they're too big, right? Yeah. So overall, the primary complaint of partners is that it's too big, right? So if you're asking the question, am I big enough, and you're concerned about your partner's satisfaction, the answer most of the time is going to be yes, unless you're too big, right? And if you're too big, that means there's just going to have to be a lot more uh, pre-sex play, foreplay, lots of extra lubricant, extra work at the beginning to make sure that your partner is opened up enough to take on whatever you have to offer right <laughs> that did so, not go the direction i thought it was at the beginning of the sentence <laughs> sometimes sentences have a mind of their own so um in general penis size doesn't matter it's more what you're doing with it um, but yes, there could be instances where people's bodies might not be a great match. And in that case, there are other things that we can do to work around that. So we can work with lube, which you guys all know we're a fan of lube. We talk about lube all the time. Um, we're still looking for a lube sponsor. Uh, and also, um, there are also always different activities that you can engage in too. So being open to a wide range of sexual activities in your kind of, uh, repertoire or in your, um, back pocket maybe of what you want to do with somebody is another alternative to kind of, uh, get around things that might not be ideally shaped or sized for someone. So, so if the question was, like, is my penis big enough for every single possible sexual position, all of the things I see in pornography with those massive penises, the answer is it might not be. But then the rest of that sentence would be, it doesn't really matter because there's a million other fun things that you can do. You can't do the showy one. And most of the time positions in porn aren't really the most fun or sexy, right? Because they're done for a camera or done for your viewing pleasure, not for actually you feeling good. Um, so I think there's another thing we probably should talk about, though. So while 85% of partners of people with penises are satisfied, and then the other 15%, if they're unsatisfied, is too big, only 55% of men are satisfied with their own penis size, right? It's only 55% of men. So 45%, almost half of men are unhappy with their penis because there's this persistent myth that bigger is better. Right. Like people assume that if it's bigger, it's better. And what we do see, there is one benefit that we do see overall with men with uh, larger penises. And it's that they actually have a confidence boost because society 
so much says says all the time that having a bigger penis makes you more manly or makes you a better lover or a better lay or any of those kind of things um so the first part of that is true um that having a bigger penis gives you more confidence but the rest of it is not true having a bigger penis does not necessarily make you a better lover or make you better at paying attention to your partner's needs um so i think that we need to start helping men feel better about their penis size right because if you're unsatisfied with it, there's really nothing you can do. No creams are going to make it better. No funny devices are safe are going to make it better. Penis pumps are not going to make it better or bigger in the long. There's a huge market. There's all those commercials that like if you take these pills, your penis will get better. And you're taking some random mix of herbs. Um, you we probably don't recommend shouldn't. that. We do not. <laughs> you should see Spring's face. She's very concerned. And all of these things are trying to capitalize, trying to make money off of 45% of men's insecurity about their penis size, right? So they all want you to think that your penis is small and you can take some pills or rub some creams or use some oil or use some kind of crazy device to make it bigger. And none of those things are going to work. At best, they'll have no effect. Um, and a lot of them actually uh, are chemicals that change blood pressure, change blood flow throughout the body. So a penis might seem bigger or harder, but that's just because you're changing the amount of blood that you're circulating throughout your system. Um, and none of them have been approved by the FDA or tested overall for their safety. Um, and there's also people who turn to surgery, but most of the surgeries to increase penis size actually don't increase men's satisfaction or happiness either. They're like injecting fat into a penis makes it squishier and lumpier. So we know that, I mean, insecurities about different parts of the body um, are often not fixed, you know, whether through surgery. So if somebody has an insecurity about another type of their body and they get a surgery, it's not, that doesn't fix it. Um, so it is, you know, a body image issue really that we're dealing with when we're talking about almost half of men being unsatisfied with the way their penis is shaped or sized or how it looks in whatever way. And, um, I, so I think, you know, we need to do a whole episode on body image as well, but I think that we're really, we need to be addressing some of those underlying issues so that we are able to have people have confidence in all parts of their body. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this takes us me right back to the opening question. Is my penis big enough? The answer is yes. Yes, it is. And learn to love what you have and learn to work with what with what you have and you'll have good body confidence and your partner will feel good if you're using what you have to the best of your ability um because if we think about it at the end of the day sex and pleasure are a lot more than just a penis and a butt or a vagina anus you know what i mean like there's a lot more to pleasure with another person intimacy if you if you want your partner to feel good if that's what you're concerned about you have mouth, you have fingers, you have sex toys, you have lube, you have erotic play, you have sexting. Like we've talked about hundreds of different ways over our show that you could make sure that the person you're with feels good. And if you're concerned about your penis size, at the end of the day, you have what you have, you learn to work with it, you learn to love it. It's crazy that so many men don't love their penises. It is so crazy. I mean, I think it's so crazy that so many people don't love their bodies or parts of their bodies at all that's um i mean yeah i mean we that it's the only body we have like why why should we not be happy with it like this is all we've got it's it's our one life like take what you have and live your life uh, 
I don't, <laughs> that's my, that's my advice. Enjoy your life and, and use what you have to enjoy that. I, I say all the time, uh, to, to whenever I'm talking to people about sex, like sex is kind of weird and it's funny and it smells funny and there's funny sounds and funny smells and it's bodies flopping against each other in weird way. Like you have to be able to take a step back and realize that it's all kind of funny looking and it's all kind of absurd and you kind of have to laugh at it a little bit and not take it quite so seriously. And as soon as you do all of that, you're probably going to have a lot more fun and a lot more confidence with what you're doing there too. Yeah, there is no need to make anything overly serious in our lives. I think everything, if we uh, approach it with a bit of a sense of humor and also our um, notice what's really happening and what's really upsetting us in a certain situation, we can get a lot further. Oh, wait, there's one more thing we have to talk about. What? So we had like, that was our kumbaya movement. Love yourself, love your body. You have this go, enjoy it and learn to work with and live with and work with what you have. Um, There's something called size queens. Size queens, yes. I know some size queens. I know some size queens too. Okay, so a size queen, and it's a man or a woman who's fixated on having intimacy or sex with somebody who has a massive porn kind of penis. Like a massive porn-produced penis. Yeah. And so what do we do with size queens? (laughs) Wish them well. (laughs) I mean, so part of the problem maybe is uh, size queens kind of uh, discriminating in some way against men that are they do, do not have large penises. So that can contribute if a man that has an average or even above average size penis uh, has been discriminated against by a partner because they're a size queen. That could certainly contribute to their own body image issues in the future. Um, but so, right, so size queens are actively searching for people with very much above average size penises these outliers right <laughs> well right I have, I have size queens friends who like if they saw an average five inch penis they they would be disinterested if they saw an eight inch penis they'd still be disinterested i'm like you guys are getting multiple standard deviation that's just science talk for super extra huge um but it's but it's not you right if someone's judging you because they're a size queen they're the issue right? You are not the issue. They are focusing your value on a body part instead of looking at you as a whole person, right? So if someone tries to reject you because your arm isn't long enough or your ears are too small or you have knobby knees, it's not, it's not you at all. They're the ones who have some, something going on inside of their head and just got a, ha that's another section, <laughs> something going inside their head. Ha, ha. So um, many head jokes. Yeah. Um, so if you run into a size queen, wish them luck, point them towards porn stars, and wash your hands of the situation. There we go. <laughs> you should also wash your hands and your genitals after having sex. <laughs> I wash my hands all the time. You don't need to overwash your hands, though. Okay. So are we at our period? I think we're at our period. We've had a lot of talk about size. So, um, hey, spring. What does a gay what does a gay horse eat? Oh, I know this one. Hey. Wrong. Horse dick. 
Uh, I was like, two terrible jokes all wrapped up in one. Uh, Get it wrapped up? Because we're the sex wrap? Okay. Oh, so terrible. All right, everybody. Um, So if you have any questions or you want to chat with us, uh, you can send us an email. Uh, We're thesexwrap at gmail.com. You can call us at 413IRAPIT. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at thesexwrap. Um, We hope to hear from you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Wrap it. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. Music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Yo, turn, Blake. (laughs) Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC.